My inspiration comes all around. Thinking outside the box is a big value of Rev Genius. Welcome to Decision Point, a podcast about overcoming adversity in sales and the growth that we experience in the process. I'm Brad Siemens. On this episode of Decision Point, Brad and Jared Robin continue the conversation about communities. After learning how Rev Genius was started in the last episode, Jared expands and explains why communities are so important in today's day and age. So curious here, how'd you build such an open and educational community from the ground up? Was there a recipe or did you, do you feel like you're just out there putting it together? You're just mixing, mixing it all up. So I, in the we're, we're trying to come up with the recipe now, right? Like in the beginning, it was, it wasn't as much. I think what leads somebody to start a community in general is a thirst for knowledge as a human. If you have all the knowledge, you're probably going to think about getting an audience to sell that knowledge, right? Like if, if you have the mindset that like you want to search and, and be open to that, you're more likely to find like-minded people and ask them questions. And that's what we did. Like we, we went in, we were equals inferior in a lot of ways. And, and, and we asked questions and, and, and realized that a lot of people had a lot of questions. What's interesting about sales as a profession? There's some like bread and butter tactics and stuff you could do and you could learn from in playbooks, but sales today is different than it was a year ago, right? Sales a year ago was different than it was before COVID, even a year. It's changing so frequently, especially at the top of the funnel, especially in the SDR function with it not being a function. Now it is a function. Now it's split up with inbound and outbound. Now people are getting more creative. Now you have companies like Sendoso raising a hundred million dollars. Congratulations, Sendoso, awesome company, Alice as well. Um, all this, like in terms of creative outreach and tools that weren't there before. So in regards to how to build an open and educational community, it's just acknowledging that the times are changing, asking questions yourself and you know, facilitating others' questions and 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 just helping people. What do you think some and of then, the and going from there? What do you think some of the trends are that are happening? Like, expound a little bit on that. Where, where do you see the future of sales development? So, if, if we're talking, are we talking trends, community, or trends in revenue? Trends, in, I have, yeah. I have two. Right. So trends, so trends in revenue. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give the elephant in the room: product led growth. Okay. So, so yeah, the SDR function is expanding. Yeah. There's not enough labor for all the roles and the company is growing. Like if you ran a company, you need to find 40 SDRs and you have the money to spend in two months. It's a hard task, man. Really hard task today. And it's going to cost you a pretty penny to hire recruiters to do. And it's a tall task for them. So I think, I think that function is big. The RevOps function and the importance, I, I sound like a broken record um, saying this, is going through the roof in importance. And and you see that on LinkedIn. There's, I believe the stat is in the last 18 months, the amount of RevOps people with RevOps titles doubled on LinkedIn, which is, which is pretty telling. And I think that goes hand in hand with product-led growth to an extent. I think, I think it goes hand in hand with efficiencies and efficiencies are just one of many things with product-led growth. It's the idea that can we remove, can, can, can we scale revenue without scaling sellers? 
right? I think that's at the core of it. And I think, I think that's a, a massive, massive trend in what's going on. Can we scale revenue without scaling sellers? And it, it's funny, here's an anecdote. Like I'm, I, I'm going into industries that aren't traditionally SaaS. And I went into a, a Facebook group the other day, I talk about communities and other platforms, 50,000 sales professionals. And, and majority of them were in the car sales profession. And I said, I said, can you raise your hand and tell me who here could sell me a Tesla? And everyone was talking such trash. And they said, no, you know, nobody here can sell you a Tesla. It's more of an order form. Tesla is one of the more expensive cars. Like it's probably above average and they have no salespeople. Okay. And they're way behind in demand. They, they have way more demand than uh, supply, right? Like they're way behind in supply, I should say. And that's a perfect example. And that's in another industry. So I think to combat the shortage of people, we'll have more efficient people, hence the RevOps function that's looking at the data and how to optimize and how to hockey stick instead of step, right? Because you step, you say, okay, you have a million dollar goal. You're going to hit 80% of quota, 800,000. Great. Now we need another person. No, you got to just go straight up. You, you, you can't scale those people. Those are stair scales, right? Yeah, no, that's super fast. So the whole car situation is fascinating because I really want a Ford Bronco. And uh, I should have put an order for, order in when they when they can't. Not the crappy escape looking Bronco, but the the super, the the bigger one with the, you know, looks competing with the Jeep. Because they got one out. Well, that, Good. There, there, there's a mass. So there, there's another element right now in cars in particular that there's like way more demand than supply in general. Yeah. So like you can make the argument that maybe, maybe Tesla doesn't hold true, but I believe they were even before COVID like that. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and I wasn't, I wasn't like getting ready to poke a hole in your, no, in no, your, that, it's, it's a good, it's a good hole to poke. What, what I was getting, I do like that. Car. What I was getting ready to say is, Hey, Ford really, they spent a long time uh, pumping up this Bronco Bronco. Yeah, I think they pulled it off where it looks good because it was, you know, they're holding back the reveal, didn't know what it was going to look like. There's a lot of different ways it could have gone. I think they they got through it, looked good. So they released it. COVID hits. There's a backup. I want one really bad. I didn't put my order in when I should have. I went to the dealership yesterday because they got a couple. You can't buy them. There's a two-year wait. So now some of that's the micro, you know, some of that's because of the microchips and that could change, right? But they've got, you know, they two years, that's a long time. So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, am I better off to try to pick one up when somebody gets, somebody tries to flip it or do I put my order in? But they did the, they did the same thing Tesla did. I mean, they, I, I go in, the guy's like, Hey, if you want one, you go fill out an order form inside and we'll tell you how long it's going to be and we'll submit it. And when we get it, you'll get it. Yeah. How many people uh, listening to this love being sold cars by a salesperson? Nobody does. You know, you, you do all the research before for the majority and you just have some key pointed questions based on things that you're uncertain of that you want clarification or reiteration. You don't want to be sold anything. I don't. I don't. Like, like if it's between, if I'm picking out, perfect example, I was picking out an email tool and I'm like, it, active campaign, HubSpot, ConvertKit. I did 99% of the research before and I had to, and I just wanted validation on the call. Like, Hey, is this, this, this cool? Let's get going. Right. Like, 
Yeah, you, you definitely have your, well, I think the roles change. So like, let's use car, let's use car salesman as an, as an example. You know, when, I, when I've gone to buy cars over the last five years, particularly, you know, I typically have known more about the cars that I'm interested in than I think the salespeople have. And the questions that I had answers for, so like, for example, I, I had had a period where I just leased cars and I hadn't bought a used car in a long time. That's probably five, five years ago. So I buy a used Tahoe and the questions I had were like, okay, what's, how, how many miles should I be concerned about before, you know, I, I think it's going to go, like, I, can I get 300,000 miles out of this? And, you know, tell me, tell me about how long is the Tahoe going to last? You know, and the guys can't answer those kind of questions, right? Like he wasn't able to answer anything. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But to me, this, this, the questions that he thought I was going to ask, which he was going to look on his phone, right? Like how many miles, how many, and the questions that I were, I was interested in were totally different. And he was not prepared to answer the new set of questions, because and, and I think when we say sales has changed, I think what's changing is the questions, right? Now all of a sudden there's a new set of questions that or a new set of interests, and a salesperson has to be able to move with those questions. Because ultimately you're either answering or supporting somebody's questions, right? Yeah, and and you know, even starting at the at the outreach, like let's talk about cold. Like who are you looking for? You're looking for your ICP. Sure, that that's nothing new. Okay, ICP, ideal customer profile. But now you've, you're layering on tools, seeing like which people in your ICP are interested right now, like Googling your stuff, coming to your site, all of that. Okay, that, all right, we're, we're something a little newer here, right? Like which one of your ICP is like, I call it like refined ICP. Like, like who is ready to buy today? Is it the person on the street looking at the Bronco through the window? Or is it the person, you know, sure, you can hand a flyer to that person because they, there is a different level of intent if they're looking in the window to give them a flyer, to give them an advertisement, right? And if they open that door and you see that they open that door and you have tools, technologies to see it, you know, it's it's a lot more obvious of an example when you're in person. Hopefully, hopefully you have a, a person at the front door that sees that person coming because if they don't, you're not going to say hi. So you say hi and you say, okay, Looks like you're in the market because you're in here, right? Like you're on my site. You're on my site. It looks like you're in the market. Or or are you just in to kill time? Because there's only like a couple logical reasons why someone's going to go on Alice.com, right? Like you're either in the market for that tool or you think it's cool and you want to learn something or, you know, there's a varying level. So, so now, now, you know, the process is, you're only reaching out to people that want to be talked to that, that have shown interest. And, and that's cool. That's a great experience. Now, if they accidentally came to your site, you got to qualify them out fast. That's annoying. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, she's, I got an email saying you opened up my email. What's up. I'm like, Whoa, I did it to see what the hell it was. Was that the email you opened up my email? What's up? No, no, I. Oh, okay. It was something big. Okay, like, okay. Hey, I saw that you. I saw that you opened my email. I'm like, wow, you have sequences off of me just opening, without even clicking anything. That's uh, that's uh, that's crazy. Well, it, plus that's never it's never accurate. So here's what I like about what you're doing with Rev Genius. So I think I read one time that only like there's a really small percentage of people who are learners, and you're capturing those people. And you're also evangelizing 
to get more people who are interested in, in true learning. And I think that's really needed in, in, the, in the sales space. So I'm super pumped that you guys exist. I know this could have been uh, significant in, in our journey and we had it early, earlier on. One of the questions I have for you, I want to make sure I ask before we get off the phone. So tell me, tell me about the hat, humans. So if you, if, if so this had Brian Smith, who's an awesome entrepreneur out of Philadelphia. He used to have an office in Brooklyn and I hope he's listening. He's a great human, but his company is called Leon and humans is the name of his community. And I remember how we got introduced in the beginning was I saw like a few people have this on their LinkedIn and I was like, human community. That's something interesting and something cool. Like it sounds cool. I went there. It was great. Leon is a technology that helps optimize performance of the humans in the workplace. Like understand who's going to burn out, who's not based on a plethora of integrations and surveys, like with the tools they already use, right? Like, like also like getting a pulse and yeah, he came to visit me and gave me the hat and, uh, He's a really genuine person, and plus, I, I like wearing black hats. Yeah, I love, and, uh, I love it. Are you black this, like this every day? Do you wear black every day? Yeah, I, wear, I, I have nine of the same shirts. My my partner calls me Steve Jobs now, not That's awesome. because I'm as creative as him, but I, I wear I wear black jeans or, or black pants, black sneakers, and and that's from my fashion days. Wearing all black, you know the, the I don't need to go into detail, but there, there there's a depth to it, even though it looks so simple. Um, sometimes, especially if you're, that's, I, uh, that's who I am. <laughs> I, I like it. I like the, I like the black. Well, Hey, Jared, this was awesome, man. You, you No, that that's, that's awesome. And I'm grateful and I'm humbled. So RevCon is our first annual conference, you know, Comic-Con. Well, we have RevCon, RevGenius is RevCon. We're going to have sales, marketing, RevOps, customer success tracks on October 14th. This October 14th is you know, a big day for us because we're using it as the day to launch a new category, a new product, the beginning of a new product, a new evolution of Rev Genius, where we could give everybody more, more value, more learnings, more connection, and more improvements. And, and, and we're happy to bring it. So revgenius.com forward slash revcon, R-E-V-C-O-N, free sign up. Come and uh, support the group and, and learn a thing or now, two. And virtual or in person? Everybody. Is this a virtual conference? Hundred percent, hundred percent virtual. Okay. Shout out Goldcast, which is a phenomenal platform that we're on. My speech that I'm doing to to commence it, I got a lot of inspiration from Steve Jobs, in particular when he announced the iPad. So my favorite session and final plug is um is the one I'm involved in. My favorite session, geez. The session I'm amped about because this whole day has so much meaning for me is uh, with Christopher Lockheed, where we're going to have a fireside chat. He wrote the book Play Bigger about category design. Oh, okay, yeah. And I I read the book twice, geek out about him, and we're having a one-to-one -one chat there. And and it's a day I'm launching a category. Cool. So. Awesome. All right. Well, that's, that's cool. That's good. This is great. As Jared mentioned... RevCon comes up on October 14th. To find out more information on RevCon, head over to revgenius.com forward slash RevCon. You can also get signed up while you're there. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. As always, uh, if you want more information on the podcast, go to monsterconnect.com forward slash podcast. Uh, you can get last season's 
uh, last year's episodes. You can get all the new episodes for this year. And as always, remember, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can. Until next time. <laughs>